Welcome to Growing the Good. I'm Dave Casper, head of BMO's North American commercial banking business. We're working with our customers to help them through this incredibly volatile time. They're stepping up in so many ways, helping to keep commerce moving and keep people safe. I have the pleasure of speaking with a number of CEOs running businesses in a variety of industries, hearing their personal stories about the challenges they're facing and some of the very innovative ways they've adapted in these uncertain times. Hello, today I'm speaking with Alan Reed. Alan is the executive director of the Chicagoland Food and Beverage Network and Bigger Table. Alan, it's Dave Casper. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you today, Dave? Uh, I'm great. Hey, thanks so much for doing this. You know, thanks for the invitation. Truly appreciate it. Maybe to just start out for our listeners, tell us a little bit about the Chicagoland Food and Beverage Network and for-profit arm, Bigger Table. Great. Um, So Chicagoland Food and Beverage Network is an almost four-year-old organization, and we are charged with bringing together the food and beverage industry of the greater Chicagoland area. Now, that's 4,500 companies and over 130,000 people working in the industry. CFBN believes that um, Chicago is the Silicon Valley of food and beverage, but that sometimes we don't really act that way. So we bring together people and companies. We did it 40 times in 2019 and almost 70 times virtually in 2020 to drive growth, innovation, and connection and collaboration. We're proud to have 125 corporate members, including ADM, Kraft Heinz, Mars Wrigley, Kellogg, Eli's Cheesecake, Minot Meats, and a variety of emerging brands and startups. We're also proud that BMO is a founding member. Separately, but related, Bigger Table was launched as a 501c3 charitable nonprofit as an extension of the Chicagoland Food and Beverage Network in March of 2020, literally just as COVID was coming to Chicagoland to bring together that same food and beverage industry to give back to communities across Chicago. And while it seemed like terrible timing (laughs) to launch as the global pandemic began, um, it's actually provided us a real sense of focus and purpose. By the end of the year, we will have provided almost 600,000 servings of healthy food to area food banks and pantries. And given the increased demand at food banks in the midst of COVID, the timing was perfect to provide a new avenue of support to the critically important work that our food banks and pantries do for us. So, Alan, that's a that's a really good summary. I want to dig in a little deeper into bigger table. So, you've gotten a lot of different companies, totally different parts of the industry, all seeming to work together. Some are even competitors, I would assume. So, how do you how do you do this, and how does it work? <laughs> well, um, truthfully, it's it, it's not easy. But I do have to tell you that first, the food and beverage industry is special and especially in Chicagoland. We started with a really simple idea, and that's that ingredient flavor and manufacturing companies can get involved with helping solve food insecurity. But because they don't typically make finished products, so they can't just can't donate a bag of soy protein isolate to a food bank, even though it's healthy, something has to sort of help to bridge that gap. Um, so this hadn't been done before. So what we did is we went through a process Um, to make sure that the Chicagoland Food and Beverage Network um, ingredient and flavor and manufacturing companies were sort of aligned behind a clear vision of addressing food insecurity by creating products for food banks really from excess ingredients and excess time. Once we did an initial pilot of 10,000 servings of hot cocoa, which we did, finished it in February of 2020, the group was asking for more. They were ready to do, (laughs) do the next project. 
so that started us down the path with COVID sort of coming to town, started us down the path of the next 250,000 servings. And I'll tell you the key thing that really makes it work is these companies, our partners have been so generous with their time, their know-how, their ingredients, their packaging, their artwork. I mean, they donate everything. And it's incredible what can happen when you sort of get together in a line behind this common cause and everybody can see, hey, that's how I can help. And then we have big plans for 2021. Specifically, we plan to deliver 1.5 million servings of healthy food to Chicagoland area food banks to support their efforts um, during the ongoing global pandemic. And we're pivoting a little bit. We've sort of done these chocolatey beverages in large part because that's what we have the ingredients for. We are now aggressively reaching out and looking at sort of more center of the plate. So we're looking at things like plant-based chili and chicken soup and some, I think, more sort of, I'll say, savory center of the plate sorts of things that actually sort of create that meal. We also know that in the midst of the pandemic and beyond it, jobs will be incredibly important. Um, throughout this time, food and beverage manufacturing continues. So we are beginning a food and beverage manufacturing workforce development program to train people to come to work in the industry to ensure that there's jobs for them as this horrible pandemic continues. So uh, as we get closer to uh, the end of the year, you've got a great background in the food industry. What's your outlook for 21? The food and beverage industry is, it's strong, it's creative, and it's resilient. I see innovations and sort of COVID pivots um, across the industry every day and uh, companies sort of really reinventing themselves. So while certain sectors, I mean, I think restaurant hospitality in particular will continue to be challenged. It's just just tough sledding for them for uh, for 2021, which is you know not great news. <laughs> 2020 has been uh, been pretty tough sledding as well. But we are seeing some amazing creativity uh, in grocery, in carryout, mobile ordering, delivery. So all of these sectors sort of finding a way to succeed despite the significant challenges. I expect to see more of that. And those that are doing it well, wow, I, um, they're they're just going to get better and better at it. I keep an eye out for. I'll say positive signs of life in food and beverage, just because it's like the industry is figuring it out and things they couldn't do um, just a few months ago, they pivoted and now they're doing it. I will see more of the same in 2021 for sure. So Alan, thanks so much for sharing the great work that the Chicagoland Food and Beverage Network and Bigger Table are doing to support the local Chicagoland community during this challenging year. Your contributions have and will continue to make a real difference. So thanks again, and enjoy the rest of the day, Alan. Thank you so much. appreciate your time. Thanks for listening to Growing the Good. I hope you'll join me again for another conversation. Until then, stay safe.